back. We are back. We are back. AK Sports Show, episode 44. I am your host, KC. And joining alongside me is my co-host, Alina, a.k.a. Lena Lee, a.k.a. Lily, a.k.a. Lena. Give her a hand clap, y'all. Episode 44. <laughs> 44, 44 for you folks. It's going to be a nice, um, very contentful episode. Before we get started, let me say the trivia question of the day is who was the second overall pick in the 2003 NBA draft? Please leave your que- excuse me. Mm-hmm. Please leave your answers down below in the YouTube comments, on our Twitter, or wherever you see us at. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, holla at us! Yeah, holla at us! <laughs> uh, we'll also get started. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're trying to get to oh wow, and right. make sure you also to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts at. Yeah, we're going to get up there, guys. We're trying to get up there. So uh, let's go ahead and get this thing kicked off. We got a jam-packed show for you guys. Ain't that right, Lena Lean? Hmm, that's right. Yeah, jam-packed show. We got, we got, something, <laughs> we got something to take. Oh, mm-hmm. let's uh, go ahead and start Might off. I have to take an intermission. Mm. <laughs> what? Well, uh-uh. No. No, we not. Yeah, intermission. No, we not. Let's Can I get ahead. a thirty second nap? No, no thirty second nap. You better <laughs> sleep with your eyes open. <laughs> I will. Yeah, all right. I'm blo- I wish you could hear. Wake me up for my part. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we were um talking about the uh the past weekend. There was a major fight. Javante Tank Davis versus Rolando Romeo or Ramiro. I'm sorry, Ramiro. Not I'm about to say Romeo. <laughs> <laughs> Ramiro. They call him Roly Ramiro. Um, it was a uh, was a bit of a fight up until round six. Um, I'm not Lena. Did you watch that fight? Didn't you? I saw snippets of it because it was on at the little gathering that I was at. Yeah. Um, but I had to go back and watch the actual knockout and I said, Oh my goodness. Yeah, I watched it in live, <laughs> like I watched it in real time and it was like I didn't even catch it at first. They I was waiting for I was waiting for them to re- do the replay and I was like, When did he knock him out? I know because it happened so fast that left hand came and I was like, Dang Yeah, take man and what was so crazy is if you look at the replay, Buddy ran into his fist. Like Tank is a southpaw by by nature, like just naturally mm-hmm. he's a southpaw. So, you know he can fake you with the right, but he coming with the left, and that left is a heavy hitter. I'd have seen him put some caps Ooh, around now, and he but, put him down. Yeah, but it was it really wasn't too much power in that hit. He just kind of ran into it because it looked like he had him on the ropes at first, and then the next thing you know, you saw Tank bounce around after he hit him. And dude was just in the ropes. If if the ropes weren't there, he would just be all in the crowd, face yes. face plant everything and like he'd be done. So I'm glad they stopped that fight because he got a wobbly. Oh yeah, he had wobbly <laughs> legs for real. Like yeah, he was done done. Like so, yeah, you punch drunk. <laughs> oh yeah, man, he got up when they walked him out the state. When they walked him out the stadium, he didn't even know where he was at. He was talking like he still. Yeah, dang. Tank got that heavy hitter. For that man to be that small, he packed a punch. Yeah. 
for real. For wow. Real. So yeah, that that went six rounds. I caught maybe uh, about three of those rounds. I didn't um, catch the whole boxing match, but I definitely caught the end. I was like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it was decent. I thought it was gonna probably go a little bit further, but nah, that knock that KO was it. Buddy couldn't even really stand still. The, the ref was like, nah, he's done. <laughs> <laughs> he's done. Get him out of here. Get him to town. Yes. Yeah, yes. He was, he was he was about it there. Um and then after that fight, there's a another fight coming up. Um who I said was a fight coming up. Oh, Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia is the next big fight coming up. He has a fight against Javier Fortuna on the sixteenth of July. So that should be a good mm. fight. The reason I brought up Ryan Garcia though is because the next huge mega fight that everybody wants to see is Javante uh, versus Ryan Garcia. Both are um, undefeated. Both mm-hmm. are still young. And uh, they can, one of them can move up weight classes. I know Tank is. No, uh, really? Yeah, I mean, they're not that far off. They they both lightweight. You know, it don't really matter. Um, I know Tank. So they would move up one, what weight class? I don't know the specific weight class. I know it's like welterweight, lightweight, and then don't get me mm-hmm. to talk about the weights in boxing because I'm like, I'm a I'm a casual with the boxing. So the yeah. boxing fans don't don't get on my don't get on my my head, okay? <laughs> don't get on my head top. I just know the surface level of boxing and who who are the heavy hitters. But I mean, mm-hmm. Ryan Garcia and Tank aren't aren't that far apart in weight from my understanding. But um, I know Ryan is. I know Ryan is twenty two and zero with eighteen knockouts, and uh, Tank is twenty seven and zero with twenty five knockouts. Lord Jesus, Lord is Jesus. he the favorite to win in that matchup? Who Tank? Tank, mm-hmm. I believe so. Um, but Ryan is still young, though. He's twenty three. Tank is twenty seven. Um, wow. Yeah, being undefeated that's that's crazy. So I'm I yeah. I would pay for that. I'd definitely pay for that to see them too. Um, mm-hmm. especially since Tank has just been knocking out dudes left and right. I, I'm just <laughs> like, bro, this dude is every fight that I've watched him mm-hmm. fighting, he's knocked somebody out point blank period. Matter of fact, yeah. Cause when la- was that last year? Cause we were, who was it that he knocked out? We um, were watching it. I forgot the guy's name. It was, it was a tall linky dude. He knocked out somebody taller than mm-hmm. him. I remember we was, uh, we was in Monticello's when we went to wa- go see that fight. Mm-hmm. Good fight though. My he knocked Buddy out three times though. Like bong. Like the first time <laughs> we was like, okay. Bong. Like, bro, sit down. He got back up. He was like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Second time, bong, he hit him again. Bong. <laughs> Third time the ref was like, uh-uh, buddy. You 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 good, bro. You good, dog. Stop. Stop. Just just chill out. Calm down. So Ooh, yeah. you kill me with that bong. Hey man. That's the sound when you get hit. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Tank be doing to these cats. Bang, bang. Hey man, he one bang, of my favorite boxers though, for real. He, 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 that guy. He's that guy. So uh, mm-hmm. can't wait to okay. see that fight. But um, yeah, the last three, last four out of the three fights, Tanks or no, last four fights out of those three, Tank has knocked somebody out. And then the same way for Ryan too. Ryan Garcia, the last four of his fights, he's knocked somebody out. Three of them. Out of mm-hmm. those four, he knocked three people out. So it should be mm. uh 
This should be a battle of the, the knockout artists right here. So, mm-hmm. yes, indeed. That dude is that dude is just impeccable when he hits somebody. It's just like, fam. Like, yeah. I just don't get. I would never understand the punching power thing. Like, he is so small, but legs he, he <laughs> can pack a hit, and he's knocking mm-hmm. these dudes out effortlessly. It, it's yeah. it's crazy. It's like on the level of Mike Tyson almost when Mike Tyson was in his prime prime, but this dude is just Really? You would take it that far, huh? Yes. Yes. I'm I'm enjoying mm-hmm. it though. I would like to see some heavyweights do that, but we ain't gonna get that no time soon. So Yeah, no. Yeah, well anyway, nope. move what you was about to say? No, I'm just saying nope. Nope, nope, nope. So anyway, moving on forward amicably. Got some NFL news for you good folks. Uh <clears throat> Before we get into the thick things, Aaron Aaron Donald was recently on the I Am Athlete podcast, and uh, the topic came up of him possibly being done and retiring. You know, and uh, bless you right there, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. So he went on the podcast. He said, I mean, and I'm paraphrasing here. He's like, my my whole entire plan was after eight years to retire. And I've, mm-hmm. I've said that since I came in the door. I'm retiring after eight years. And he just, it just so happened he got a Super Bowl ring on his yeah. eighth year. So it's just, hey, man, he came in with that plan and he executed it like he, he said he was. Uh, uh-huh. Although he did say in one statement that, uh, he did say in one statement that that Super Bowl was kind of like uh, it's like addicting. He was like, man, I can see why Tom Brady got seven of them things. Yes. Still coming back. That He's feeling. Like, yeah. <laughs> he couldn't even describe it, which I get it. I probably wouldn't have been able to describe such a feeling like that either. It's man. just a once-in-a-lifetime thing. That's what I'm saying. You ain't, ain't that many champions. You know, you win the Super Bowl. That's like almost on the same level of having your first kid. <laughs> I've heard of, I've heard a football player really? say that. I've heard a football player say that. He's like, man, this is is one is one A to my kid. Like my kids. Oh first, my goodness. And the Super Bowl is one A. I'm like, bro, Woo. what kind of rush is that? I wanna yeah, feel that. My lord. <laughs> I ain't got no kids yet, but I still wanna feel like geez Louise. Yeah. Yeah. High in the sky. So, Cloud nine. Yeah, he he even went on to say, um, throughout the interview, he was like, you know, his experience in the playoffs too. You know, and you know, the co-host Brandon, you know, the the, the host Brandon Marshall was like, I never been to the playoffs. Which I didn't, I didn't even realize Brandon Marshall never been to the playoffs. I believe it because wasn't he with the uh, Dolphins the whole his whole? Uh... Nah, he was with the Dolphins, then the Bears, then he bounced around. I think at some point. Oh, he I was... forgot about the Bears. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, but those weren't good teams at the time. He just wasn't on on, on the teams when they had good quarterbacks. They they didn't mm, have yeah. decent quarterbacks. So I was like, I didn't realize that. But Brandon Marshall was straight when he was in the NFL. I didn't I didn't yeah. realize he never went to the playoffs, but he. But uh, Aaron Darnold, I want to say Aaron Darnold. Aaron Darnold went to uh, go on and say that, you know, the playoffs is like an adrenaline rush, too. It's like an intensity thing. I can believe it. It's like a whole different beast when you're in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. The atmosphere is different. Just like, you know, us attending uh, the Hawks game. 
yeah. against Miami. That was a playoff game. And, you know, we have been to a regular season game. It's two totally different atmospheres. So I can only imagine as a player, uh, you just like ready to go. You just see the lights and the people. Yep. I can only imagine all adrenaline. Like I've never been to that level, but I do understand differences in the types of games when you playing as an athlete. You can you can just feel it. It's like an energy that you just feel. It's tension through your veins. You mm-hmm. get that, that adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. That adrenaline rush. But yeah, he um he said, you know, playoffs was good, but he thinks he's done. And I like to make this debate too. Aaron Donald is a Hall of Famer. If he retired now, he would definitely go to the Hall of Fame. Oh this, yeah. This is this is just based off of I mean a lot of things, stats, accolades, everything. Let's just run down his stats real quick. Well, first he was mm-hmm. a first round draft pick from Pittsburgh. So I, but that doesn't really determine whether or not you get in, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that, that means matter. nothing. That means nothing in the scheme of things. Uh if we look at his stats. 441 tackles, 98 sacks, 23 forced fumbles. I'm sorry, 20, yeah, 23 forced fumbles, six fumble recoveries, and 16 pass deflects. Surprised he doesn't have a touchdown, uh, defensive touchdown. But he doing all this as a uh, one technique or an inside tackle. That's pretty impeccable for him to mm-hmm. do all have those numbers as an inside tackle. I feel like that's the word that you you liken today. Yeah. <laughs> Impeccable. impeccable impeccable has mike tyson been on your mind impeccable <laughs> that interview that you love my defense is <laughs> impenetrable my style is impeccable <laughs> what well, we know we just like the i like to up the handy on my vocabulary my vernacular stop, stop. you hating over there stop like that is such a grandiose word stop hating over there <laughs> Continue on. I just had to interject. Uh-huh. Over there hating on my vernacular. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, let's go down and run down of his accolades or and awards. Three-time NFL Defensive Player of the Year, 2017, 18, and 20. Defensive Rookie of the Year in 2014. Uh, seven-time first-team All-Pro. Eight-time Pro Bowler. Deacon Jones Award in 2018. Uh, NFL's, What's the Deacon Jones Award? I'm assuming that's defensive line award because Deacon Jones oh. was a great defensive uh, player on the D, D line, um, like oh. back in the 70s or the 60s, I think. Yeah, he was one of those guys. Um, NFL, excuse me, NFL 2010's All Decade Team. That's that's pretty good. Mm. Uh, the PFWA All Rookie Team. Uh, now we're going back to college. ACC Defensive Player of the Year, uh, the Bronco, oh Bronco Nagurski Trophy, the Truck Bednard Award, the Lombardi Award, the Outland Trophy, and a unanimous All-American in 2013. Jesus, he won all the defensive awards. Good Lord. Well, that's what he known for. Yeah. <laughs> You need you need to go take you one of them. Uh, what's one? <laughs> no, I'm oh, good. I don't know why this just like started right before the pod or during. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, man, this dude, this dude definitely a Hall of Famer. If I if 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 this don't get you in the Hall of Fame, then I don't know because I've seen some cats get in the Hall of Fame with less than half of where Aaron Donald has. 
this dude is is for sure. Matter of fact, I'm oh, I'm, yeah. I'm staking he's a first ballot. Who's better than I him? I don't dispute that because if he's in the talks of being the best defensive player in football, then yeah, he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame, which that's you know debatable, but he's he's one of the best defensive players. If I had to take my if I had to take a defensive team, everybody else scrubs. I just need three players. The three <laughs> players that I need, I'll take Aaron Donald, Lawrence Taylor, and Reggie White. Those would be my those would be my top. That's it. Players. As far as all the defensive players on a football team. No, I, everybody else can be everybody else can be subpar. I don't care who who else. They can be like you, second string guys playing whatever. Those cats and that front seven, that's it. That that's it. So you don't need a good uh cornerback. I can or have a safety. I can, I can have a subpar cornerback. I can just have, have, have that's it. Safety. Everybody can be subpar. But those three individuals will disrupt everything. Everything. Because when you started saying, okay, my my top three, right? Yeah. I, Lawrence Taylor definitely came to mind. And Deion Sanders for me. Oh, I mean, but I'm just talking about from a the, the front seven. All you said was you didn't say my that. Top, you said for but, three defensive players, you didn't say what. You just said three. All I need but is it, these but if three. I, these three, yes. All I would need these three. There's no slight to Dion, but if I was making all defensive team, yeah, Dion would definitely be my number one pick for corner. Definitely, no, no mm-hmm. undoubtedly. But we just talking about like them, them bangers, them true bangers. The front, the front line. Yeah, the front line. Them cats right yeah, there would get specific. you. Cats right there. No, I, oh, okay. You gonna defend your boy? D. I'm not. No, I'm, it's not about defending because that's why I was making a clarification. Like you don't need nobody else. No, no I can have subpar this and subpar that. So I'm like, oh, so you don't need nobody else. Just, just people but, on the line. No, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying with those three, it's it's a wrap. But I'm not. But my all defensive team will definitely have Deion Sanders. If I had one mm-hmm. team to build, Deion is my number one corner, hands down. Okay. Prime time and his prom is definitely going on there. Heck, I could I, I I was just watching the um I was just watching the uh video of prom when he was like thirty seven playing corner with the Ravens. I was like, this man's still playing? It was crazy. He what? Yeah, he was thirty seven, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that. Yes. Thirty seven. Yeah, corner. I don't even remember him playing for the Ravens. Oh yeah, I remember that. He, wore, he actually wore the number thirty seven too. It was crazy. He ain't wear his <laughs> he number. Funny. Yeah. Oh, he is funny. No 21. He's like, I'm hanging up to 21. Yeah. And he was hanging with him, too. He was hanging with the receivers. I was like, All I right. believe it. I believe it. Because even at his age now, he's in decent shape. You know, I don't know how old he is, but, you know, he's much older now. I, I want to say probably in his 50s right now. I'm, yeah, I would I'm, think he's at least in his 50s. I'm sure he's like his mid-50s. But, yeah, prom. So. Yeah. So you want to hear something funny? What? So there was one moment where I felt like I had a Dion prime time moment. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, I didn't play football, but you, <laughs> I almost feel crazy for saying it, but I just got to say it because I just think it's funny. Mm-hmm. So when we had our uh, high school powder puff game, 
that our school at that time wasn't allowing us to even have. I'm not even going to call out my high school for that crap, but we had to do a makeshift game and go on somebody's field. But anywho, that's a whole nother story. We end up getting kicked off. (laughs) Yeah, because it's like, what what high school do you know that don't do powder puff games? Really? Or the boys and the cheerleaders? Yeah, I remember those. Yes. I remember those. So literally the first play of the game, I got an interception. Do you think they threw it to my side anymore? No. Did I you, said, dang, am I like Dion? What's going on? Hold you it, up, did you hold run it back? Up, did you do a little up. dance? No, nah, I don't think I ran it back. I don't even remember what happened. All I know is that I got an interception. Oh. <laughs> and then that was it. They ain't throw it to me no more. I was like, dang, I, I felt like I wasn't involved in the game no more because I'm over here playing defense and ain't getting no play. Be like that, man. I, 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 yeah, you okay. know, I hang my hat on that. I was, you know, my my prime time. D- <laughs> <laughs> Literally after volleyball practice, we did this. I had my volleyball pads on, knee pads on, and everything just out there. Oh, so she was looking like one of those uh, lingerie football players. Uh, no. They be having Back the knee pads Back then, we wore on. big clothes. But why lingerie? Why? They they wear no clothes. What's the what's the what's the league where they was playing? They had I I know I seen knee pads on one of them them women. Yeah, they be wearing knee pads. But oh, you just saying because I be wearing the knee pads? Yeah, the knee pads. They be wearing the knee pads like volleyball. But don't they wear? Don't y'all wear knee pads in football anyway? Our knee pads are inside. You don't really see them. Y'all wear yeah, they inside. Y'all wear like (laughs) those. Strap around like yeah, yeah. You pull them, you you put them on through your foot, and you pull them up on your leg. Yeah, I enjoyed volleyball. Yeah, hush up. I know you did. <laughs> There's a lot of people that enjoyed volleyball. I did not because I knew what that was all about. Hey man, it is no, what it is. it's too much attention in certain places. We don't it need is. to have attention. But yeah, shout <laughs> out to Aaron Donald. We gonna move. <laughs> I get in some trouble over here. Um, we're going to move forward to some, uh, sadder news. We got two, we got two, uh, oh yeah. Former NFL players that passed away. Um, actually, no, one was still current. Um, last, what was this last Sunday or this past Sunday? Uh, Arizona Cardinals cornerback Jeff Gladney died in a car accident at the age of 25. Gladney was a first round draft pick drafted to Minnesota from TCU. He started 15 games in 2020 uh, as a rookie. Uh, he must have had an injury in 2021 because he didn't play none of the 2021 season. But um, his final <laughs> stats is uh, 57 tackles, three f- pass deflects, and one forced fumble. Also, it was on Monday. It was morning Monday morning um, around 2.28 a.m. Uh, it was a car crash. Uh, they said he was speeding. Him and his girlfriend both passed away in the vehicle. Oh, uh, <laughs> man. Uh, the vehicle was overturned when officers arrived. Uh, and the Dallas Fire Rescue Team confirmed that two, two people, was a male and female, were both uh, deceased at the scene. Man, it was uh, that. That's uh, that is very unfortunate. I know. At age of twenty five, you twenty five, and you are and you are a first round draft pick starting. Man. You just starting life. Twenty five. That's so yeah. young. Yeah, man. All y'all youngsters out there, man. Hey, look, listen, I'm not going to sit here and act like I have never sped in my car before at that young age. I definitely have. I, I definitely was revving my car up. I definitely participated in a few uh, unauthorized races. But. <laughs> unauthorized. Yeah, but 
I learned my lesson early. So, you know, if you, man, it's not worth that at the end of the day, man. Because cars are like really death traps. They're huge. They're, they're mobile death traps. You know, so you just have to be careful. Um, but, you know, my condolences to that young man and his family. You know, some more <laughs> sad news. We're going to go on to Marion Barber. Uh, former Cowboys running back. Drafted out of uh, Minnesota. Minnesota as a fourth-round draft pick. I remember Marion Barber because um, he used to give the Eagles hell. They used to uh, always mm. – it, it was a one-two punch. I forgot the name of the other running back the Cowboys had, but it, it used to get on my nerves. Oh, yeah, and I didn't put the other guy's name in there because they split their time. Yeah, he Because he and Barber didn't start. Yeah, it was – bro, it was so annoying. I was Something like, Jones or uh, – I think it was Jones. Oh, my goodness. Why well, I can't remember yeah. the name. Yeah, Marion Barber, they call him Marion the Barbarian. That dude was hard to tackle. That dude, yeah. was a, that dude was a monster, like just all upper body strength and lower body strength. But you had to really grab him and just hold him down. But that he, he was a he was a beast. I mean, he, you know, a good second option and and as a running back, you know, his stats as follow: he uh, played seven years, made one Pro Bowl, rushed for. I mean, his career high was nine hundred and seventy five yards rushing with ten touchdowns in one season. Uh, even though he didn't even start for Dallas as a running back, which is crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but, you know, he ended his career with 4,780 yards rushing and uh, 53 touchdowns rushing. I mean, yeah, 53 touchdowns. Um, They still don't know the cause of his death. They just found him unresponsive after somebody uh, called to do a wellness check on him. Uh, yeah. We still don't know. I, I even – this news came out like in the in the beginning of the week, and they still don't know what it exactly happened, um, and they're not releasing it yet. So we just in the dark. But um, yeah. you know, condolences to his family. Let's move on to some sure. uh, to some I don't know some uh, sourness. Your boy Nick Saban back in the news. Mm-hmm. Backpedaling like your favorite corner. One of your favorite corners, <laughs> backpedaling again, <laughs> right? Yeah, go ahead, read, read. What what we got off that? What 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 Nick Saban was saying? So it was during the SEC spring meetings, and uh, a reporter asked him to comment about those comments that he made. Uh, what was that? A couple of weeks ago, regarding the NIL, and he called out Texas A and M and Dion. Uh-huh. And so when he when Saban was asked about it, uh, he stated, I didn't really say that anybody did anything wrong. Bruh. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Okay. So you just don't believe back. implication means anything to you? You literally implied, okay, of course, you want to play the semantics game. You want to say, well, I didn't say the word wrong. Well, why are you making a big stink? Who makes a big stink about something for no reason? Bruh. And calling out schools. It's just why? It's, it's just lame. So it's just take accountability for what you said. And okay, you might be upset and mad that someone is again asking you about it. But this is what you started. This is what you created. So this is what reporters do. They They continue to keep it up in the media. Until there's a resolution or if, until you just say, I don't want to talk about it. So that's, he did end up saying, what did he say? He said, 
I've said everything I'm going to say about this. I should have never mentioned my, I should have never mentioned any individual institutions. And I said that before. Bruh. Really? Really? But yeah, it was just like, so you're not going to take any accountability. No, no. I didn't say anybody did anything wrong. See, that's Are we dumb? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) what are you talking about? Fam, you... You went on and was all sassy in that comp in that conference and said those names you name dropped. What are you talking and about? And said inaccurate things. They bought their players. Well, if that's nothing, if that's not wrong, then why are you saying it in that tone? Well, they bought their uh Texas AM bought their 2022 class or whatever he said. It's just hating, bro. Like you've been on top, now you just uh, you just you feel threatened. That's what you, that's what it sounds like. You feel threatened that, you know, your mm-hmm. reign on top is coming to an end, which you got beat by Georgia. So are you going to make accusations against Georgia for playing right. players now because you lost in the <laughs> national championship? <laughs> huh? Really? Like, come on, bro. Are we being serious right now? Nick Saban, bro. Go go on somewhere. You back? It's just. This whole um, issue with the NIL with some of these coaches, it's like, to me, it's no different than what you guys were doing. Because you would say to a player, well, I can provide you with this. How, how are you doing your recruiting? You're going to say something that you can provide to these people, to these student athletes. So now, instead of you saying you're going to provide it, oh, they got this other person that said, well, I got this deal it's the same thing. The same now you mad thing. that you're not doing it. Crazy. <laughs> you know what's so crazy is that um Paul Feinberg, I always miss his name, though, Paul Feinberg, he went on uh, ESPN and said something in regards to the whole Nick Saban thing. And he's like, he was kind of disgusted by it. It's like, what are mm. you talking about? And Paul Feinberg does not hold his tongue. I don't know if you ever heard, heard any of nah. his interviews. That Mm-mm. dude don't hold his tongue. He goes after it. But it was just like, bro, really? But he also said something. He was also um, kind of iffy of the NIL as well. And I said Mm -hmm. said it when it first rolled out last year. I was like, look, the NIL is going to be the wild, wild west. That's my – I'm going to always say it. The first year, two years, y'all better get that money because they're going to put the kibosh on it real quick. When you get players, it's just like getting – Two or three million dollars ain't really played a game mm-hmm. yet. They gonna put the kibosh on it. They gonna be like, we gotta regulate this now, cause now you getting the pipeline of players going to one school or going to one conference. What's that about? So I can see yeah. where if Nick Saban was more objective with his his if he was more objective with his thoughts on NIL, then it, we wouldn't have this issue. Just leave the names out of it. Just say you don't like NIL. And that's all you got to say. Right. I, I can't and just leave it. it at that. Yeah. It, it ain't nothing ain't nothing to it. Because include yourself in the naming if you're going to name people. Right. Because you got players that they made uh, upwards of a million or whatever. I heard from other people talking about their top players making a million or close to it or whatever. So what are we talking about? Y'all all doing the same thing. Easily. There's no, there's no doubt about it. It's just... Fam, I, I don't want to hear no more stories about Nick Saban hating because I, I lost all my little respect for Nick Saban after that. It was like, come on, bro. And now you backpedaling. Really? Yeah. You still owe you still owe prominent apology. I need to hear it publicly. Still need Mm-mm. to do that publicly. Don't call me. He ain't not about to do it. 
Nah, we ain't doing no more Affleck commercials. But see, I was just about to say that I was actually enjoying their commercials. It was funny. Yeah, it was funny. Matter of fact, Prime... you think they're gonna do a commercial? You think no. Prime gonna be like, I, no, I no. forgive him. He was he he wasn't in his mind. I wish I could imitate how he talked. He wasn't in his right mind, you know. <laughs> you know, yeah, Prime do get he do get in his pe- preacher bag a little bit. You know, uh, you know, you know, you gotta you gotta sometimes. Let some stuff slide. He go into his metaphors and everything. Right. You know, you know, you get one See, line. <laughs> that day when he was up there talking, he really wasn't talking about me, y'all. So I can let it go. He really was projecting <laughs> his true animosity towards the NIL. And I can see where it comes from, but he just did it in the wrong way. You know, prime going to be prime at the end of the day, baby. Hello. <laughs> That's I ain't got to course him. you. I ain't got to pay you. You going to come because you see the swag. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Tell him. Tell him. <laughs> Prom going to come. He going to come correct. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. But, yeah, no, we can we can move forward from that because <laughs> Prom, I'm he not mad. Like Nick Saban was talking that bull job. That bull job. You come with that bull job, baby. You better have receipts. <laughs> Where your receipts at? See, I got the receipts. I'm taking my stuff Ooh. back to Walmart, baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> Prom don't even shop at Walmart. He probably don't even shop at Walmart. Ain't like, no telling. He might. I don't know. Uh-uh. Anyway, uh, moving on from a hater to uh, one of the greatest to ever grace the field as a coach, John Madden. Now, now. Recently, I know Lena probably doesn't keep up on it. I used to keep up on it, but John Madden football or Madden football is a annually release of uh, a football game. Very, very huge. Really the only only football game they released on video game consoles because uh, Madden bought the license. or I'm sorry, EA bought the license to um, the NFL. So now they can do whatever with the images of all the NFL players and no other video game company or developers can make a uh, that's a whole nother story i, I ain't gonna get into that yeah Y'all do you had research. talked about that in some previous pods. yeah yeah when we, matter of fact when the nil first reared his head we was talking about that um mm-hmm. but um yeah john madden or in madden nfl football released his cover and john madden will grace the cover it's uh what they call it posthumous or posthumous cover you know after you pass you make your yeah i guess they don't use that for whatever albums or whatever but he'll be on the cover um to honor him he recently passed back in december of uh 2021 um john hey man i that's been a staple growing up as a kid when i was uh when i was just getting into video games me and my brother that was a pastime of me and my brothers like we would play Mm -hmm. in it uh we would play madden all day every day like for hours, I on believe end. it, and that's how you know that's how me and my brother just bonded, just playing video games. Really, yeah, man. It was like I would be so him, who used to be me. who? Oh, y'all go back and forth. I ain't gonna lie though, I ain't gonna lie. When I first started playing, he beat the brakes off me. <laughs> he beat the brakes off me. That's what big brothers, big siblings do. The older hey, siblings, he, he he wouldn't, he wouldn't Gotta hold back learn you. I remember the first time I beat my brother. I was playing with San Francisco and Terrell Owens was a wide receiver in San Francisco and I threw a bomb and beat mm-hmm. him by one touchdown. One touchdown. 
Yeah, he he don't mm. even forget that. So that's that. See, that's how petty siblings are. Mm. He never forgets the first time I beat him in Madden. Yes, that's like, a memorable moment. Like, see, I wasn't into video games partly because I couldn't really get into them because I wasn't really allowed to have any type oh. of video games. The only thing I ever had, Lord, showing my age, a uh, Super Nintendo. Oh, mm. I remember Super Nintendo. And that wasn't even in the house. That was in our van. So we go traveling around. I'm playing AAU and stuff. I'm in the van playing Nintendo or Super Nintendo. But I never I never played football games because I wasn't into it. But I remember having cousins and friends that would get into it. And I'd be like, I just can't. I don't know how y'all yeah, do this. We would play. We would put, like, little money up, like $2 or who going to win or who got to do the dishes if you lose or take the trash <laughs> out. Or who gonna buy what? Like we going to fast food? You buying the Wendy's? Mm. I lose. You buy? I buy the Wendy's. But yeah, me and my brother. Mm. Heck, my cousins. We used to. It used to be an all day thing. I remember we used to hold tournaments for the whole neighborhood. Oh, oh, y'all yes. was hosting the tournaments. Huh? Yes, we had a tournament. It was at my cousin's house. It wasn't at my mom's. My mom wasn't going for that. Uh-huh. But my cousin had a tournament. And we just was going crazy. Uh, I mean, I made it to the second round. But that's me at 12 years old going against, like, 15, 16-year-olds who play, who've been playing it forever. I was going to say, wait, second round. How many rounds was it? Talk about the second round. I mean, the second round. It was however many players. We broke it down. Whoever made it. I think the, the, the pot was, like, $100 if you wanted, I think. Mm. But, yeah, no, I remember Madden. And, you know, uh, to, just okay. to go into the history of Madden or John Madden football, uh, we got off on a little tangent. Uh, it began in 1988. Uh, on the Apple, hmm. Apple eighty-eight. II. Ain't that something? I, know, I ain't right? even gonna say nothing about that year, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, nineteen eighty-eight. <laughs> oh, um, in reference to you. <laughs> what? In reference to me? I'm just, I'm teasing you. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it started on the Apple or the Macintosh or whatever you want to call. It. I had no idea Apple was going back that far. Um, yeah. And then the later on, yeah, you wouldn't the, know that. Yeah. <laughs> it then later came to the Commodore 64 uh, that same year. Then it switched over in 94 to be calling Madden football rather than John Madden football. And uh, came to all the other consoles that were that would take it. And then um, one of my favorites I got here is o- Madden 04. It had Michael Vick on the cover. And that year, Michael Vick was the <laughs> man. The man. Of course he was. The Man, it was one. Of, it was like, bro. Anybody, anytime somebody picked Michael Vick or the Falcons, it was like, bro, mm-hmm. come on now. We had we like we the had cheat to, code. Yeah, we had to make a rule. We was like, you cannot play with the Falcons. Mike Vick. Had Why like not? A, That's a team. He had like How a do you just not play rushing. with a team? Like, what are we talking about? That dude would like. There was literally no stopping him after he got past the line of scrimmage. The dude would just go and not stop. He keep accelerating it going. And he'll break like three tackles. It was like, come on, dog. That's the cheat code. Yeah, Mike Vick that year was they made him on that game like crazy. Um mm. that was one of my favorites. I mean, my my all time favorite would be Madden 05. That was when Ray Lewis was on the cover. Um Madden mm, 05 okay. introduced the hit stick. Cause I was really hit sticking. So I was in What's I was the hit stick? It. The hit stick is like you, you know, it's a button that you press or you flick and then it'll like It'll exaggerate the tackle. So, like, uh, yeah, okay. so, like, if you go for, like, but, I mean, but the hit stick was, like, hit or miss, too. So, if you do a hit stick, if the, I mean, depending on the player, you might miss the tackle or he might shut the tackle. But if you got him okay. right on, he'll fumble the ball. That's why the hit stick was so 
legendary when it first came out because if you got the right mm-hmm. defensive player, oh my God, I'm getting fumbles left and right, <laughs> left and right, taking that ball wow. back. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to get it. Have the hit stick with Ray Lewis. My goodness. Oh yeah, Ray Lewis was a cheat code too. Ray Lewis was like you, you picked him. That was it. That, that ball coming out, baby. Right, you get hit by him, just well, just stay on the on the yeah, ground. Stay on the just ground. lay there. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Somebody, some people are are argue that Madden 05 was arguably one of the best Maddens ever made. I mean, because why? It, well, okay, so there were game modes. 04 introduced the uh, franchise mode, basically allowing players to actually go in. You can control prices on on like food stands, tickets. Oh, um, okay. It was it was well flushed out, very flushed out. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, it's kind of be- still better than the Maddens that come out today. If you ask me, my opinion. Really? Yes. It was it was it was something brand new. I played that Madden. Hell, heck, I played that Madden forever. Like I was playing. Oh. Throughout a whole year. Now it's just like you play it and you get bored. But the ba- Maddens mm-hmm. back then had a longer shelf life. Like you could play it until like. Forever, almost. Oh well, with you know how technology has advanced, all them updates, you gotta stay up on it. Yeah, man, it's it, it was it's one of a kind. It just kind of fell off. I stopped playing Madden like I think oh nine or oh ten, and I was just like, I got better things to do. And I, and I just kind of I became disengaged with like sports games in general because I was like, it's the same thing every year. Now, I mean, for those mm-hmm. who don't know me personally, I am. Um, a gamer at heart, but I haven't been playing games. I've been busy doing other stuff, but that's why I can kind of mm-hmm. go on about this topic on Madden because it has a soft spot in my heart, you know. Um, uh-huh. but yeah, shout out to that. I might pick that Madden up if it, if you know, if it pans out. I might, you know, something to ignore Lena. <laughs> Joking, you will babe. never ignore me. Joking, that's okay. I will ignore you right back. Okay, hmm. cool. I know how to ignore you. Come on now, man. Don't be petty. Now, don't, don't you be petty then. I don't be cruel. Because I will never be that cruel to you. That's cruel and unusual behavior that you're, that you're trying to display. Don't do that. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. Let's move on to <laughs> basketball. Hey, hey. We got the finals, y'all. The finals. Woo! The finals was uh, a game. It's starting off real nice. Hey, man. So, yeah, we had the Boston Celtics and your Golden State Warriors. Game wow. one last night. What day was that? Thursday. No, yeah, Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And Boston won 120 to 108. And I must say, it was a I really enjoyed. Yeah, that was a really good game. It was. Um, Honestly, I thought the Warriors were going to win because they were up for most of the game. I mean, Boston, you know, they were within the game, but it was like the Warriors led for most of the game. So they seemed to have a bit of control of the game. And then when that fourth quarter hit, oh, my Lord. These mugs. <laughs> what they do? Was killing the game, okay? Well, let's go back to, like, the third quarter, though, because the Celtics were down by as much as, like, 14 or 15 points in the third quarter alone. Mm-hmm. So they had to make a surge back during the fourth quarter. 
they had one on like a 14-0 run. Um, they hit seemed like they hit, I think they didn't miss like their first eight threes or something like in the first uh or I mean in the fourth quarter. Mm. So when you out there killing, hitting all your shots, then um the Warriors, I think they only made seven or eight field goals the whole fourth quarter. That's great. The whole fourth quarter? That's it? <clears throat> So Man. yeah, so they end up winning that quarter. The uh the Celtics did forty to sixteen. You talk about a deficit, a whole swing. You were down by like fourteen. That's what so I was saying. So then you evened it up, down. and then you and then you went up by fourteen. It made no sense. I was like, I looked at the score. I was like, weren't y'all just up? Like what? Like, Man, Al Horford played out his mind. That man. And I finally figured it out because I said, that man got a funny shot. I mean, it's going in, but how he shoot them threes. What you mean? You know how I am. I look at the form. Yeah, because you was looking at uh, Lonzo Ball form. He was like, oh, ugly. oh, Lord. Yeah. He, it got better. But no, Al Horford, you know how, like, okay, if you're right-handed, you got the the ball and you got your hand underneath the ball and then the offhand, I'll just, the offhand is on the side. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's like his offhand is almost on the top. So when he's shooting like this, like <laughs> it's almost like on the top. Yes, I'm not saying it's on the very top, but it's not directly it's like, on the side. It's like, side, it's, like, like it's kind of like yeah, and I'm like oh my goodness, that's why it looked weird. But hey, whatever works. Look, Al Horford. I like Al Horford. I'm just teasing him. That's all. Cause the form, as long as the ball go in the basket. Now I will say, I kind of, I will say, I kind of agree with. Draymond Green in his post game interview because he mentioned he was like now Al Horford, uh, who else did he name? Was it uh, it was either Marcus Smart or um or White because um they're like well Marcus Smart is kind of like a role player but he's still a very significant part of the team I'll say he runs the team and he's a defensive player so he's just not that Jason Tatum Jalen Brown right so that's yeah. what I mean as far as him being a role player and then the other dude I forget the other dude first name but his last name is White he's a role player anywho I'm saying that to say Draymond Green brought up those other players to kind of say like okay they did that tonight they hit all them threes but do you really expect like okay Al Horford to Hit. He almost had thirty points. He was like the second most uh points for franchise history with Boston for your um first finals debut. Right. So it's highly unlikely Al Horford's gonna average like thirty points a game. You know what I mean? So and you know Jason Tatum because he pretty much offset Jason Tatum because Jason Tatum struggled. I forget how many points he actually had, but um well I think he had like. Was it 12? He had like 12 points. So that's pretty low, you know, because he only hit like, I don't know if it was between three and five field goals. Like he didn't, he just, he struggled. But he had like 12 or 13 assists though. Mm. So that alone right there, at least he was able to do other things outside of just scoring. Um, But were you about to say something? Well, I mean, seeing how the game ended, I was like, bro, like, what, what, what was the breakdown there? I think the biggest talk was Steph getting locked up. 
Yeah, he got that locked was... up. And then two on defense for them. Like yeah. there were plays like that one that one three that they hit in the corner. Oh shoot, who was that? Why can I I'm drawing a blank. But anyway, I can literally see the play in my mind. And I was like, it was Otto Porter Jr., I think, that should have been playing defense. I think it was Jalen Brown that hit the three. Somebody had drove in uh in the paint. And they threw a cross. Mind you, it should have been a steal. He threw the cross court pass all the way to the corner three. And Auto Porter, it was like Jalen Brown is like here. Auto Porter Jr. is like over here. The the rim is this way. Why are you over here? On where are you at on defense? You you should have cut the pass off. So anywho, he fell asleep. So I'm just saying that to say that it was like they had some defensive lapses. They weren't getting stops. So when you having plays like that yeah is you're broken down you gotta tighten up on defense and like you said Steph because he was on fire um in the first half or in the first quarter really he had like 21 points I think do you think do but you he think only was, for 34 you think it was like just because they hadn't played in so long they just gotta get their groove I, that's what that I might think. be part of it he did they did rest longer they had a rest uh they had like what six days of rest i think it was in comparison to boston may have had like maybe three um but it's like and maybe that's why they looked tired because that was something that magic johnson had pointed out that in the first quarter they looked really tired so i guess it's kind of like you almost had a week off and you know it only takes a week to get out of shape now granted of course they've been practicing but you haven't played full, a game that yeah. full playoff game shape, and then on top of the speed of the game, and then Boston makes you work and grind because you got Jason Tatum playing on the wing, mm-hmm. Marcus Smart, Brown. Because Marcus Smart on Steph, Marcus Smart, you know he's not tall, but he's like solid. Yeah. So as long as you're making it hard, because you know Steph's going to be Steph. He's going to get 30-plus. Yeah, he's going to do that. That's automatic. But if you're making him work, if he is, if he's getting more twos in his 30 versus threes, you can live with that. Yeah, because if, if Steph get on the streak, that's it, fam. It's, it's a wrap. And that's what it looks like after that first quarter because he hit like six threes. But he also hit – open three you how did you see how some of those threes were so open i'm like how was this man but i guess again that's defense because him coming off you know he does the pick and roll and stuff yeah but you know steph is fast he like he's one of the fastest players off the ball like come on now what you mean off you mean when he oh when when he don't have the ball when he don't have the ball yeah yeah. when he's not yeah it's hard to keep up with that dude man like yeah yeah but I feel like Boston can, though. That's one team that can because they're so athletic. Between Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum, all on the wings. I didn't realize that Jason Tatum, somebody said he's 6'10". I said, damn, he's 6'10". I didn't even. I thought they said he was like 6'8". I didn't know he was 6'10". I heard somebody say 6'. I don't know how tall that man is. I thought he was 6'8", maybe 6'9". He's so long. But I was 10, like, if that man big. is six ten, what the heck? Yeah, that dude is. I didn't realize he was that big. He is tall, but yeah. So, um, 
the last podcast, dang, and I forgot to look that up because I can't remember. Honestly, I don't know if I ever said who I thought would win. But the last podcast, you was on here talking about, oh, yeah, it's a shoe win for Golden State. It's going to be five games. So uh, I guess. Whoa, whoa, State whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, 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 people. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me defend oh, my you point. Play that card. No, you don't play that card. I, I already know where this is going. Go no, ahead. I'm standing 10 toes on what I said. Golden State in five. I'm standing, I'm, t- I'm standing 10 toes on what I said. Now, let me defend myself. Listen. Like I said earlier, Golden State had a break. It's cool. They broke down in Wait, the fourth quarter. They say broke. that again. I missed it because it's. Golden State had a break, had a six-day break. It's cool because they were up. They just broke down in the fourth quarter. So this next game on Sunday, which I don't understand why the games are so spread apart. I get that y'all trying well, to. Well, yes, the last series. Yeah. Give them some rest. Yeah. Uh, game two, I got Golden State. And I put that, I put that on me. Golden State but what is I'm, winning. Listen to what I'm saying. You I said know. in five games they have to win game two because yeah. they've already played one game. So that five. means they got to win four in a row. They're going to win four in a row. What? Yes. You really think Golden State is going to win four in a row? They're going to go State, back home and win. Then they're going to go win two in Boston and come back and. Are you Golden, crazy? If Golden State wins four in a row. Everybody in the world owe me an apology. Cause I called it. Dude, you're you're smoking. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm keeping what I said. Okay, I'm gonna stay on what I said, I believe. I can't remember, but I've always said or at least thought that it's gonna go seven games. Okay. At least six, but I say seven. Five. And at this point, something in my gut is telling me that Boston is gonna win. I don't want Boston to win. I am not a Boston fan. I feel like it's blasphemous to be a Boston fan and be a Lakers fan. However, I can't dispute the fact that Boston is a very talented team. You got to remember, these are the top defensive teams in the league. And the route that Boston has taken just – just think about the route they've taken to get here. Number one, we didn't even think Boston was going to even be in the playoffs, how they was playing. It's like, dang, where is Boston at? They didn't rose up. Then they didn't beat who, – who did they beat? They beat Jimmy Butler, speaking of that well, stat that I saw where <laughs> basically if the Celtics win, y'all, if they win the title, they will be the fourth team that has – gone on to win the championship after beating Jimmy Butler in the playoffs because last year Giannis in the Eastern Conference beat uh the Heat. Uh-huh. I'm saying Giannis, but the Bucks, And then they went on to win. The Bucks went on to win the title. The year before that in 2020, LeBron and the Lakers. And the they, uh... <laughs> yeah, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> and then, um... But wait, I, is that right? That don't make sense. What? 2019 Kawhi. Oh, no, because because LeBron beat Jimmy Butler in the finals. I'm yeah, like, they wouldn't the have played. Yeah. It was in the finals, but all these other uh, ones were not in the finals. Like when Kawhi won the with the Toronto. Like three uh, of them, two of them yeah. were in the Eastern Conference. Eastern Conference. The finals. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. 
So it's just ironic if that was to happen, that if Boston goes on to win, it's like, dang, everybody just beating Jimmy Butler. He needs some help. He do need some help, man. <laughs> if if Jimmy, I'm telling you, if Jimmy, y'all stop playing with this man, Jimmy, bro. Get this man some help. He in his, he is in his prime right now. In his prime. I don't know. I think he might be on the other side of his prime. What? What? How old is, How old is like Jimmy Butler? Ain't he like what? Twenty eight. Twenty seven. I think Jimmy Butler like 27, 28. Jimmy Butler has to be 30. This is what we have Google for, folks. Let's see. How Go much. ahead and Google it. I'm going to and Google. And I bet you he's at least 30. What do you mean, 27? I mean, Jimmy's He probably 31. Jimmy is not no 31. Come on, man. At most, he 32, but I'm going to say he 31. We're going we're gonna to see. We're we about to see, Talking about some 27. Let me man, see. Man, ain't no 27. Let I don't know see. what you've been watching. How does your favorite player, you don't know how old he is. Okay, 30, 30, 30. Yeah, like I said, 30. <laughs> 27. What? I just thought he came in the league later, but okay. No, look at him. He don't even look 20. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We we, we talking about these, these basketball players who can look old in the old, face. But he does not look 27 is you all remember I'm saying. Greg Oden? He looks all of 30. You oh, of Greg course. O- he looked like he was old, about 45. Yeah, he was 45 <laughs> in college. You talking about <laughs> – I was like, this old face dude, who is this? Like, I need to check his birth certificate. That dude ain't no 22. That dude wasn't 22. That's how I feel about Aiden from really? the uh, Suns. You think like, he old? I feel like he look older than what he really is. I, I think it's his facial hair or something. Probably. Like, to me, he looks older than what he really is. Man, no. But anywho, we, we digress. Uh, let's get... <laughs> so, you, so, you rolling with this unrealistic okay let me ask you this has there ever been a team to win four straight after losing the first game in the finals that's a good trivia question i don't know i know i should have saved it that's a good question we ain't thinking you say you don't know you know do you know heck no i don't know but i'm gonna tell you it ain't happening okay I wish I wish I had one of those betting apps on my phone. I wish they had that as a scenario as a betting. I would win some money. No, you wouldn't. You would lose all of your money. money. I'll put the whole house. But I understand on it. because this was early on and you were really hopeful about the Warriors. You've been riding with the Warriors. And now you gotta stick with your unrealistic I, I, uh, projection. I, I have not wavered. You gotta from stick what with I that said. craziness. I I'm but that's shenanigans. I'll die. That's on shenanigans. That's fine. That's cool. Oof. All right, so moving right along with uh, the Boston Celtics, we figured we'd mention some some interesting things or fun facts about them. So, oh, is it the coach, Ime Uduka? Uduka? Close enough, Uduka. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is currently dating Mia Long. Mm-mm. That's what's up. Go ahead, Black Love. Natural beauty. Yes, um, and he's a Nigerian-American, and he's the first coach in history to go to the finals as a first-year head coach. So that's what's up. I Man, see you, brother. some air horns and some Yes. Yes. My Nigerian brothers. Yes. Nigeria. I never would have guessed he was Nigerian, though. Hey, I told you Nigerian. By you, looking at him. You I'm can't like, guess oh. I'm Nigerian. By looking I at know. Yeah, we don't, we come in all shapes and sizes and colors. Y'all do. Yes. Shout out to my Nigerians. Over here Americanized or something. I don't know. Hey. 
I mean, he <laughs> he was born here, but still, he's Nigerian. Hey. Yeah. Um, and then he's also a former player and assistant coach, which I didn't realize that. I thought he came out of nowhere. <laughs> nope. 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 So that's what's up. And then another older older uh vet, Joe Johnson. Man, Joe Johnson. So if anyone can recall, he signed a 10-day contract back in December with Boston. He only played in one game. Um and he did not get another uh 10-day contract with anyone unfortunately. And until I looked this up, I didn't realize. I was like, oh, he was originally drafted, drafted by Boston. Uh-huh. First round draft pick. Yeah. And so, I guess if Boston goes on to win the championship, he could possibly get a ring. They can pretty much decide on uh, handing out rings to players that played on the team at, at one point in time this season. Uh-huh. So, including... 10-day contract players. And, you know, with him playing there, and I forget how many years he had played with Boston from being drafted there, that would be kind of cool. Like, go ahead and give him a ring. Yeah, let that man shine. You know, give him a little ring. Joe Johnson ain't won a ring yet, so. Even though it'd kind of be like a – it wouldn't be a well-deserved ring, but it'd still be a ring nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. You you weren't in – you well, there's in. plenty of people like that. I mean, Iguodala. I shouldn't say that, but. <laughs> Iguodala hasn't mean? played a whole series. He's going to win the ring. Well, he played last night. Okay. Well, that I'm saying the whole he series. Hit a, he hit a big three, actually. I'm not saying. Uh, yeah, he didn't play that much, many minutes. He played like 12 minutes, I think Steve Kerr said. Do we got, hold on, speaking of that. What? Do we got that on the, do we? Do we have what? We ain't got that on there, do we? About the whole Steph Curry not winning a um, MVP, a Finals MVP. Oh, you want? We can talk about it. Yeah, because you said Iguodala, and it just made me go to my brain. I, my oh, mind. Oh, and still... that just made me think. I forgot about the other thing too. We gotta talk about the the new rules. But go ahead. Yeah, I I was just my mind was blown to to not even think that Steph Curry didn't have one. I was like. How does Steph Curry not have a Finals yeah, MVP? I knew that because Iguodala I, and KD. I was just like, <laughs> bro, what? That blew my mind. That fact blew my mind out the water. I was like, wow. I mean, but Steph Curry is a very unselfish star. True. So when KD came around, he didn't mind sharing the wealth. You know, I don't think it was any type of ego thing. It was like, all right, we're going to let KD do his thing. And, but, um, Steph still, he still had a lot of attention on him. People were still trying to double team him. So that helped. I'm not going to say that's the reason why KD got the MVP, but that helped. Anytime a person draws two or three people, and you can kick it to them people. Well, dang it, you should hit a wide open shot. It's funny that you say that because <laughs> there was a whole back and forth on Twitter with Draymond and Katie about the whole yes. double team thing. And it was like, yes. and, Tyron, and Tyron Lue came out and was like, no, I actually had plays the double team step over you. Yeah. I was like, I think what, what, 
not messed it up, but the stirred the pot because any bait, I feel like Katie's going to take it. Yeah. So he wants to probably get technical and be like, because I think it was the number. Draymond was like, he got double teamed seven times more, which he probably was just throwing a number out there. Who really knows how many times more? It probably wasn't seven times more. So KD probably took offense to that. But at the end of the day, KD, what have you done since you won with Golden State? Nathan. I want to see you win somewhere else. Yeah. KD and, and Draymond just need to fight. That's that's point, point <laughs> blank period. They, they already almost fought when they, they were know. playing together. Remember they, when they, they? No, they need to fight because it was when they did that little fake interview <laughs> where they was going back and forth. I was like, man, just forget all that. Just throw them hands. Y'all need to get that over with because y'all they got don't. animosity. Throw them hands. Katie is he's so calm and nonchalant. He's just like whatever. It's not. No, but Katie is a petty person. Like he is. He is. He is one of the pettiest persons. And be, just he because is. he got that low, calm demeanor, that dude is—he can get super petty. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, who who has their own makes up a a, a burner account? A burner account to reply <laughs> back to all the haters out there. Like, come on, KD, who, yeah, what man. are we doing? So yeah, um, that was that on that. And then what was the other thing that we said? Oh, I'm the talking. rules. Yeah, they got before well, we get it, to the other thing, the last it was, bullet. It was a, a huh. ledge. It was a ledge, not really. Um, it was it was contemplation. What, what rules are you talking about? Are you talking about the whole shortening, or are you talking about something? No, I'm talking. About, well, you can touch on that, but I'll bring up the um, the it's not a rule. I'm sorry, it's the voting change that oh, the, they were the talking about team. for the All NBA instead of it being voted by position. They choose just the top best players, which to me that makes sense. So I don't know if that's actually is it official or is that what they considering? I I think it's just a consideration. I, I think because of the whole uh mix up with Stephen A and MB. Yeah, like when he was like, I, oh I no, know. go ahead. You said the mix up. Oh, not, go ahead. Not the Sorry. mix up. It was more of like because Stephen A said I voted because he's on the board. He, he was did. Like, he said it on the show. Yeah, I voted for MB. Right. And he was like. I thought it was my per- player or something of that nature. Well, but. he said, I remember he said, and I could be wrong, but I could have sworn he was like, well, I was told that I can vote based off of the best player and not it had to be, okay, I need a, a guard. I need two guards and two forwards and a center. I can base based off of who's the best player. And he said, so I put Embiid on there. Right. So that's why I was, like, confused. So I'm like, so is it really – I'm like, well, it has to be a rule or a criteria for it because it's always by that criteria. It's always two guards, two forwards, and a center. So I'm like, it must be. So it's like, how did he? So I'm like, did they did they throw his out because he didn't so, vote according to the criteria? So here's <laughs> my question though: If it's going to be by the best player, does it matter how many players are in the best like on the all team at this point? If we're not, if we're going position same or? amount, it'll be the same amount. You just picking the, the top ones instead of. Because now you're almost forced to be like, all right, my best players this season could have been Embiid, the Joker, and who's another good center? Um, we'll just say Giannis, right? Uh-huh. Giannis, Embiid, and Joker, right? So it's almost like you're forcing them to be like, well, technically, I wasn't going to put this particular guard 
on first uh on the first team, I would have selected him for the second team, but because I have to put two guards, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. When it's like just pick the best people. That's what I I, I mean. That makes sense to me. I I don't have any debates about that. I think yeah, pick the best. It might be a guard that I might not agree with because that list was pretty hard. I was like, I don't know. Like, I would put such and such there, but yeah, I hope they do implement this next year. That way there's not confusion when voting because, dog, Mm -hmm. MB should have definitely been first team. Yeah, that didn't make sense. How you second in the MVP and then you don't make the first team? Yeah, that's just. But you know what? I'm going to say I'm going to say that could be possible. You know why? Why? Because it's based off of that. Political, all that. When I say politics, it's, it's politics it's, and sports. Yeah, not it's in, politics. And yeah. I'm saying that from personal experience. Why is that? Because when I was in high school, I led at the time. Either I was first, or I probably no. I think I was second in the city in scoring, first in assists, first in steals. Right. Uh huh. So at the end of the season, they got to vote who makes the all conference team. So you think I should make the all-conference team, right? If I'm leading in the top three category, of course I'm not going to lead in rebounds because I'm a guard. But I probably was in the top freaking 20 or 15 because I had a good amount of uh, rebounds that I averaged for a guard, right? Uh, Talk your ish. I'm talking it. So I'm just saying I guess it's possible because now that experience actually didn't happen to say as far as I didn't make the all-first team or whatever. But it was, I'm going to say, it was talks that I possibly wasn't going to make it off mm. of some some stuff that didn't have nothing to do with me. So I'm just saying that to say, because people, is just people voting. Right. And I'm going to put my vote in because of X, Y, Z. But it's like, well, I have no control as to what's no, going on right. with adults beyond me. You should vote, and, and I'm just saying it to say, vote based off of the stats, not off of nothing that has nothing to do with nothing. We talking about positions. Like, it, the the three bigs cannot help it if they happen to be the three best people in the league for that season. <laughs> That's like if you got totally Shaq, Will Chamberlain, and, and Bill Russell all playing the same season, and only one of them can make it for the All NBA team. Are you serious? I agree. <laughs> I, I let that. And they hey. all in the running for MVP. What kind of mess is that? I still okay. So I don't want to backtrack, but just to go back to that whole MVP situation, I feel like they, they stub, snubbed Embiid for the MVP. Point yeah, period. we said that. I'm just saying, but that. but and then they snubbed him for the first team. So going into he got next snub- season, he got, that's what I'm saying. He got snubbed twice. That's what I'm saying. Going into next season, and B gonna have a chip on his shoulder. He, he should. Gonna, Hopefully, this will like drive him. I hope it does. He gonna be like y'all. Y'all guys got to be kidding me. Y'all give it to this yeah. guy who can't even get out of the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, give me some more credit. Like, yeah, but. I, eh. That's that's neither here nor there. Um, I totally yeah. agree with you. I don't have you. Don't, you don't, you don't got yeah. no gripes for me. But um, on to this other rule that the NBA is about to implement, which is about to say. Oh no, go ahead. I thought you were gonna say something else. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say um. So the the NBA uh Commissioner Adam Silver was uh talking about 
possibly slimming down the regular season from 82 mm-hmm. games to 72 games. Now, I, I don't like this. You the don't? Reason, the reason I don't like this, because you guys are worried about injuries. I don't care nothing about the injuries. Not saying <sighs> that the injuries are not important, but it makes You the, should, because I'm going to use your words against you later. Go ahead. No, okay, so this is... I'm gonna I'm gonna give all I'm gonna lay it all on the table here so you can't use any defense against me. Oh. We are talking about a league that is allowing players to rest. We talk about what is that? What is that thing called? Back in it like it oh low management low management crap. Dog in the nineties and the early two thousands. What was that? Even though we know they were doing it in a slick way, we know it was doing it in a slick way. Like oh I got a back injury or something tight. Yeah, but. Bro, y'all slimming the you're slimming the games down, so we're gonna have a shorter season. No, keep it the way it is. Don't slip. This league is getting soft. It's already soft enough. You can't hardly touch a person. You can't handshake anybody. You want to slim the game down because you're worried about the longevity of players. No, if the players worked out on the off season, took care of their body like they're supposed to. We wouldn't be having all these injuries. You wouldn't have to worry about AD being street clothes. Come on now. All the party in the club. You guys are professionals. Come on now. That's like me saying I want to take all I want to do is work two days out of, out of the week because I just want to. I don't feel like talking all the time or I don't feel like writing all the time or typing or whatever job I'm doing at the time. I don't feel like doing it all the time because I might get cramps or whatever the case may be, or my voice might get hoarse. No, you're paid millions of dollars to do what you need to do. Not only is a not only is it bad from a from a um a fan standpoint, but it's bad from a from a franchise standpoint. Y'all get paid millions of dollars to advertise on these games. You cut that mm-hmm. down, the revenues cut. Makes sense. You guys are up in the ante on the on the um the player salaries. Hundred million is now just a regular thing now. Back 10, 15 years ago, hundred million was like five hundred million compared to now. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about cutting down on the revenue, cutting down on the ticket sales, cutting down on a lot of stuff. So now you're gonna cut into people's pockets. It's a dumb idea. I know it's ten games, but if you take thirty two teams, take those ten games out. You're cutting down on advertisement dollars you could have had for something else. So, stop. No. But go on. I digress. You didn't digress. This is what we're here to talk about. So, the same reason that you have for why they shouldn't, I can use the same reasoning. Because it's so soft, to me, it's just the the league itself. Um. To me, that's like the last step in all of everything that works into the softness of the league between the the refereeing and the rules. You might as well, you might as well lessen the games because since they rest, I feel like they're not well prepared. Think about it. We weren't worried about all these injuries Mm -hmm. back in the 90s and early 2000s when they were playing all of these games. And, and players weren't doing all this load management and resting, and it wasn't all these crazy injuries 
across the board with all the top players and uh-huh. they were playing and the, and it was much tougher and you could hand check and you go in the lane and you drive in and you're getting laid flat on your back, which now that would be a flagrant foul. So to me, that is the reason why they're getting injured because they ain't playing enough. It's like their bodies ain't built up for it or something. So you can do everything well, that you want to do in the regular, or not the regular season, the off season, but in season, I just feel like they're ill-prepared. So if that's what y'all choose to do, since y'all made this league so soft, there's nothing else that they're going to change with these rules and they want to review every other play because I smacked somebody on the shoulder up on the neck, it's a flagrant foul, then you know what? Lessen the games. And unfortunately, like you said, it's going to hit our pockets because they're probably going to have to raise the ticket pricing for us to go watch the games because they got to make up for it somewhere. I get that, or maybe they can, I don't know, make up for it somewhere else. I don't know, but somehow they're they going to have to make up for it because, like you said, these these players' salaries are, like, sky high. Just astronomical. It's just ridiculous. So I'm just under the premise that go ahead, lessen the games because, honestly, I don't like to watch bad basketball. Not bad basketball, but I don't like to watch, especially in the playoffs, such a turn in a series because – of certain players, just like when you were talking about, um, who was it? Kawhi went Leonard winning a uh, a championship. Yeah. Well, what happened? Who got hurt? KD. I get it. You no. think Kawhi Leonard and the Toronto Raptors? Not to take anything from Kawhi. I can. I Kawhi can, is. Kawhi is great. that guy. I'm not, <laughs> I not. I I don't put an ash. Okay, so this is the reason why I'm. I'm gonna have to put it. And out. you put an asterisk on Giannis last year. I and did. Who was I did. Hurt, and I stepped. Getting hurt. I step. I stand <laughs> on what I did with Giannis's championship, but I'm not. I'm not gonna put an asterisk on on Kawhi Leonard. You know why? You know why? Regardless, if they didn't have KD, Steph was still there, Draymond was still there. Um, I know Clay was hurt. But you still had two of your main. But no, you can't count. You can't just have Steph and Draymond. You need another shooter, and we already know that KD is the cheat code. So okay, but we can take we can take that scenario out just based off of Giannis and the the luck, because they always say, and they as in former champions, it takes skill. It takes you know a team chemistry. It takes a lot. To make and to to win a championship, and sometimes you run across a little bit of luck. So I would say Giannis's little bit of luck were those key injuries Man. that occurred to key players. The past two that championships helped. have been luck. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> the past two championships have been luck. If you ask me, but I dig- I'm not I'm not going to sit here. Giannis is the only one I put a, a, a asterisk on because you're talking about. Well, I put it actually on the bubble one too, but then you, if you think about it, the players. I don't still- like that with the whole bubble. It's like when they say, "Well, there's no home court advantage." Well, that means no one has home court advantage. That's like there's no advantage for anybody. So what is what is the asterisk for the bubble in your because, opinion? Because in my opinion, when you talk about the bubble itself, uh-huh. they, they they had the time to take off. Okay, cool. So you can say, well, in the defense of the bubble. They didn't play too much basketball. But mm. also, against the bubble, you're talking about you had so much time to, pre- uh, to prepare for other teams, and it wasn't a sh- 
No, I just don't. I don't. I don't recognize the bubble ring. I'm sorry. I just don't. You just can't sit there and say if y'all played a full season, and everybody's still in basketball shape. Everybody mugs are definitely. They're still all in the up. same boat, though. But I, I just don't. I don't count it because we're talking about basketball shape. Is you're playing basketball for that full extent of the season? You get into the bubble and you took a break. I don't know how long was the break. Like four, three months. Some months. Yeah, like four, three months. Cats is out of shape, or they not keeping up, or they doing other stuff. No. But they all, it's not like, but, but that's what I'm saying. It's not like one team had an advantage and all the other teams didn't. Everybody was in the same boat. I get it, but I, I eh, eh, eh. Just no. Eh. I put an asterisk on it. Okay. Same way with Giannis. I, I, I feel like the league was still recovering from the bubble, so then the players are still trying to get really fully back up running, and now I hear the league come talk about something. Ah, we need to come shave down 10 games. Because we don't want our players to get hurt and all this pain. Well, they stuff. can change it. I'm they like, can change it. So let's just that. see. Let's they, see how it goes. I don't know it, how long they're going to do it if they do it. It's been proposed. It's not right. going into It's just been proposed. And if yeah. I were the players, heck, if I was the owners, I'd say, why are we doing this? This is going to cut into our revenue stream. No. They're going to the find games. other ways. And Play it's probably going to be us. And look, look, look. This is the backwards thing, right? This is how backwards we are. How in the world the NFL get a extended game <laughs> and the NBA getting half games? Well, on, because dog. but it's structured differently though. NFL, you know what I'm saying? Look, when it look, comes to how they pay the players, it's structured a little bit differently it's, than it's crazy. the NBA. It's nonsense because uh, one NFL game is worth about five NBA games. You ask me, if as far as the toll on the body, one NFL yeah. game. So now yeah, you talking about adding an extra NFL game? Come on, man! Like I don't want—I don't want to see this. Don't I do get this. it, but it's say- di- basketball is different. Just like okay, with baseball, you can play a thousand games in a in a dang season. Of course, I'm exaggerating, right? But they play over a hundred games, don't they, in baseball yeah, in one but, season? But baseball is a more—it's—it's it's a, it's more a different sober. sport. That's what I'm saying. It's a different sport. So each sport has their reasoning for why they play so many games. So I get it didn't seem right to add one more game to football, of course. Okay, so like, so this is what I'm this is my defense, right? If you look at the average age of which a player retires, I'm I'm just taking I'm just taking an educated guess. Baseball, uh-huh. the average age of a player a baseball player retiring is like almost forty years old. Uh-huh. Almost forty I years old. Football, you mid thirties. Mid thirties. If or that if is that. It? If that is cats t- that retire, I was gonna 20s. say like thirty or twenty nine. Yeah, you a running back, bro. If you're a running back in the NFL, you'll be lucky to get six years out of that running back. Six years. Yeah, you're constantly getting hit and pounded on. It doesn't make any sense. You know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The longevity is different. So you adding a game so my body can take the wear and tear. That's why they be filtering out running backs left and right because they get hurt. And then, yeah. and then the NBA cats, I mean, you can play. If you take care of your body, you can play. And it really ain't got nothing to do with you just taking care of your body. It's your skill. How how mm, No, I do got something to take care no, of. No, but body. what I'm what I'm saying is it's like, okay, you're taking care of your body is a por- portion of it, but also it came out wrong. Taking care of your body is a portion of it, but it's also how effective are you still in and as as you continue to age? 
Cause if you if you see how players are, I mean you got Chris Paul who's thirty seven, LeBron James thirty seven. Who mm-hmm. else is up there in age? You got I mean Joe Oh, Jones. Al Horford just out thirty five. Hey, he's thirty six. Oh, he's no, thirty six. Okay, mm-hmm. he's thirty six. So you third upper echelon thirties is what you're gonna get. You know what I'm saying in the NBA. NFL's different, fam. You know, we don't need all them games. Yeah. So we don't yeah. want. We don't want. I don't want. First and foremost, as a fan, I don't want the season to be done with because when basketball season done with, what we got hockey. <laughs> you think I want to watch <laughs> hockey? Maybe we gotta have another sport to talk about. Oh, I want to watch the 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 uh. Go- I want to watch golf. What? <laughs> yeah, PGA we start tournament. Golf and man, come yeah. On. Come on, man. Be serious. You think I'm gonna I'm gonna sit there and watch badminton? Really? Badminton is actually fun. It it looks fun a little bit, but I still wouldn't want to watch it. Nah, I'll tear you up. Yeah, right. I get you. I get you up out of here. No. Mm-hmm. You know my you know my hand eye coordination is impeccable. Look now, she <laughs> want to use my word. She want to use my yes. Word. But anywho, I think anywho. we didn't uh talk that one to death. Um, I think let's go to WNBA and then you want to circle back to the last the uh we actually got two w, uh, we got two NBAs. Huh? We got two NBAs. Call uh two. Oh shoot. We'll go to that one and then go back to the, the story since that's kind of a ad hoc thing. Yeah. Um so yeah, so it just came out this week that LeBron James mm. is the first mm. active player. To make a billion, y'all. A billion? Hand, can't, hand he claps. That one B. Man. Congratulations for him to reach such a high status. Oh. I mean, it's just unbelievable. I mean, but it ain't unbelievable because, I mean, LeBron, it was interesting. I actually heard uh, Kendrick Perkins talking about how he has known LeBron since a teenager because they played against each other and everything. I mm-hmm. guess they did they come out around the same. Anywho, I they played like, a, like you, a year later or something. Okay, and so he was talking about how even when LeBron was a teenager, he was talking about how he wanted to be a billionaire. So okay, he he manifested it. He already had a goal set in mind. I'm trying to reach one billion, and so he did. And so he's actually the second highest player, highest paid player in sports, which that's no surprise. He's either going to be first or second. Compared to who? I bet I know who it is. It's a soccer. Oh, soccer player. Mm-hmm. I forget the dude's name. What is I it? I think Messi? it's something with an N. Uh, Messi? Uh, I, think I forget. It's a soccer player, though. Yeah. It, um, but, yeah, I'm not surprised that it's a soccer player. Yeah, no, so- I told you, soccer players get that guap, man. They, that international yeah. money is different. You, yeah. You can be mm-hmm. a bench player, and you'll be making more <laughs> than the high, one of the highest played NFL players. I'm telling you. Soccer that is that just guap. so crazy. Um, it appeals to everybody. Yeah. Well, true, true. I mean, soccer is a fun sport to play. Yeah. Um, I didn't enjoy watching it at first, but then once I actually played in a little league, I can actually kind of watch it. Because I understand it better. Um, but, yeah, so with LeBron, you know, he's involved in all types of stuff. So we're not going to go into all of that. But we know some of the things, of course, Nike, I mean, that in itself, he signed a $1 billion lifetime deal with Nike. 
Um, he owns multiple Blaze uh, pizza franchises. He has his own media company. So he is dibbling and dabbling in all kinds of stuff. And then, number one, he's just an outstanding human being. Yep. Very so I can't be more happy for him because of the role model that he has been for especially our community um, to give hope to the young people. Build schools. Great family man. So it right. Yeah. 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 Uh, LeBron, LeBron James, uh, you saw the writing on the wall. LeBron James is, was going to hit a billion. He talk, he's, I think in some distant future after he leaves the NBA, he's going to own a team. I Oh, I, yeah. yeah. He's definitely going to own the NBA team. I don't doubt that mm. one bit in my mind. So, I believe it. Shout out to him, man. And Oh, fun fact, me and, me and Lena went on a date to a Blaze Pizza when I, when I, when I first we, started. And I thought about that, too, when I was typing it up. And I was like, damn, I'm glad you brought that up. Was that our... What second, date was that? That was like a second unofficial. Was that the second date? Or was, was that the first date? I don't know. That was, I don't know. <laughs> that was like a second unofficial. Ah, that's so funny. That was the second official? Uh, well, yeah, unofficial. second official. Unofficial. Uh, oh, it was second unofficial. That was unofficial. We got to get it together. That was unofficial. We like would fail on a, uh, a, a show, a game show. Who yeah. knows what? And they say, well, what was your second date? How you gonna call it the second unofficial date? Cause it wasn't like a. I think I, who, second unofficial date. We went to Blaze Pizza. It was like, it was just off a of whim. Cause we, we were there. just grabbing something to eat, and yeah. then we were gonna go bowling. Yeah, but go we bowling. still went somewhere together. You was here in town, yeah. trying to see what's up. Anywho, got him. We'll save that for a Patreon episode when we get <laughs> we get popping. Anyway, I ain't talk. I ain't talk about that. I don't know. <laughs> See, you on a whole other. Anywho, she don't know. So we'll. I don't know. Save it for the Patreon. Ha! Oh, okay. Anyway, so, but we'll we'll move on to a, a couple of WNBA games and then circle back to something that's kind of related to NBA. So, um, you know, the WNBA season is still going on. Um, a couple games that occurred this past during this week was Chicago Sky, Phoenix Mercury, my girl Candace Parker. Uh, they beat uh Phoenix Mercury seventy three to seventy, and um, <laughs> it was kind of a crazy game because Diana Taurasi, she got ejected in the second quarter, mm. going off about a foul she a that too. was like. Doing rookie What'd you moves. say? She was vet doing rookie moves. Yeah. I know. It was just kind of crazy because she was going off to where her teammates were like stepping in in front of her because she was talking very aggressive, very aggressively to the refs and cussing um, at the ref. And the game literally went down to like a last second shot. So it was a good game. Phoenix probably could have won the game if Diana was still in the game. But since she left in the first half, you know, they were down one of their top players. And maybe she, I can imagine, you know, when calls are being missed, you get frustrated, right? That happens because for her to blow up on that call, that didn't even seem like it was really a foul. I was like, come on now. Why, why are you doing all this to get yourself ejected in the first half? Um, so, yeah, so uh, that guard for uh, Chicago Sky, Vandersloot, that's cold. She led the that's team girl, at, yeah. with 18 points. Yeah, that girl. She be doing a dang thing. 
Um, so yeah, she led with a uh, with eighteen points, and then another game was the Connecticut Sun and the Las Vegas Aces, who are coached. The Aces are coached by Becky Hammond. I can't remember if I had mentioned that before, but you know she was one that was looking for. NBA coaching jobs, but now yeah. she's coaching in the WNBA. So that's cool. She she giving back, you know, former uh, Spurs assistant. So um, the Aces won 89-81, and they pretty much led the whole game. Um, and they had uh, – hold up. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at something else. But um, Asia Wilson – you know, she's a former MVP. She led with 24 points, and Jackie Young had 21 points. And then their point guard, Kelsey Plum, she had 18. So it was being distributed um, throughout. And then for the Aces, one little uh, nugget is that this is, like, their best 10-game start ever for their franchise. And I think, have they lost the game? Either they've only lost one or they're pretty – they've gotten off to a very, very good start. So, hey, they got a new coach, a lot of the same returning players. So, they're probably making a good run in the playoffs mm. for sure. Okay. But, yeah, so that's all I got for you right now. Some games going on um, right now for WNBA and then throughout the weekend. But, yeah, that's it. Okay. Okay, man. Talk okay. about your girls. Really, really. Okay, man. <laughs> okay. You want to play? Y'all know I got to represent for the women, you know. But come on with the with your. Shout out to my women. Let's give them a hand clap too, man. I'm I'm happy mm-hmm. the WNBA is back too. We uh, the last bit of basketball before the season goes. Shout out to shout out to all the basketball players, women, the WNBA. Wait, who who are some of my favorite? Of course, I like Candace Parker. Of course, I like Liz Cambage. Of course, Asia Wilson. Of course, T. Cooper. Of course. Whoever else. He's just naming all of, all, all of his crushes, guys. That has nothing to do with basketball skills. This is just all of his crushes. That is the reason. Air why. horn, too. But I'll let that slide. Because anyway. I got some faves, too, that I can name. I, I know she do. I know you she do. You know my do. faves. I ain't got to know. But I know. Huh? No, you don't know. That's all right. That's all right. That's you all have good. no idea. Mm-hmm. I know what your faves are. Thank God, don't. You know who my faves are based on playing. Anyway. Not based on Any. crushes. You just literally named your top crushes. No, I, I don't have a crush on uh Candace Parker. Don't do not spread lies. I'm not talking about Candace Parker. Three of the four? <laughs> yeah, that's you. What? Oh yeah, you didn't do did all that. Yeah, no. Go on with your story. Anyway, let's go on to the story. (laughs) This is all put in the, you know, I just thought this was a funny story. So, recently, I was perusing the interwebs. I was perusing Will Smith's interwebs. And Will Smith. (laughs) That's what the kids say, I guess. Um, I came across this video that was quite funny. It was a funny story. Um, Mm -hmm. From Carlos Boozer. I don't know if you guys remember Carlos Boozer. Uh, play with the play Bulls. with the Bulls, Cavs, a yeah, bunch of teams. Yeah, a bunch of teams. Carlo Boozer was just like that guy, but you know he's like the butt of every NBA joke. Like for some reason, I, I promise you. Well, growing up, we used to throw Carlos Boozer name and everything. You the Carlos Boozer of the team. 
Nobody oh wants you. Goodness. Yeah, he was a. Ju- but I remember when they talked about his hair because he had uh did the spray because oh, one he had the game, Beijing, yeah. <laughs> oh, one game he barely had anything. The next game it was all black. It's like oh, yeah, Carlos, Carlos had that Beijing popping off. Yeah, um, but no, this 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 is a funny video. Let's watch the clip. We don't really normally do clips, but let's do the clips. Yeah, yeah. turn it down. Let's go. Okay. Upon a time, I bought a house in Bel Air, like 18,000 square feet. I moved here to Utah, coming here for the season, and my realtor in LA kept hitting me up saying, Someone wants to rent your house. And I was like, No, I didn't even spend no time in my house. Well, he's willing to pay 95 grand a month. And I was like, Oh. <laughs> I didn't know who it was until he got out the car. And I was like, Prince, right? And she was like, Yeah. He rented the crib, so that was all good. I like tore my hamstring like four or five times. There's a really good physical therapist in L.A. named Judy Sito, so I went out to L.A. to see her. I kept calling Prince. I'm like, yo, I'm going to stop by the house, but he wasn't returning my call. I pulled up to the house. I had these two golden lions on the gate, and it wasn't there. It was a symbol that I had never seen before. I'm like, whose house is this? And he literally had ripped out every single thing in my house. Everything was purple and black everywhere. Let me turn the weight room into a nightclub with a disco ball, DJ booth. Had a massage parlor in one room. I finally get a hold of him, and he's in Asia doing doing a tour for his album. And he's like, booze, don't worry, I got you. He wired me 500 grand to ease my mind. And he was like, when I move out, it'll be like I was never there. Long story short, he rents my crib out for a year, redecorated the entire house. Then wires me half a mil. And then when I got there at the end of his lease, it was like he was never there. It was, that's how much money Prince had. <laughs> Definitely that guy. So, yeah. Um, what, I, what I was saying? Uh, yeah, that I'm going to splice the video in anyway, but I'll uh, leave the video link down if you want to watch that clip. He got, like, a bunch of stories about Prince, or he's been on different platforms talking about the Prince thing. But Either way, yeah, it was it was a good story. I just thought I throw it in there. It's something to break up the monotony of our podcast because we talk about all the serious stuff. But you know, Carlos Boozer making an appearance in our podcast every now and then is cool. Carlos Boozer, Joe Budden first cousin. He does. Look hey, like I don't know that, but he looked like him. He looks just like Joe. Wow. I wouldn't take he it that far. Does. I don't know just like. No, this fit. Similar. This fit is with Joe. But would with wear. that beard and right his hat, I'm like, dang, he looking like Joe. <laughs> Dog, man, I'm. A, I got jokes. Anyway, uh, I'm. A, I'm gonna go ahead and move Ooh. forward amicably. We it's whatever. Um, we got anything for the good of the group? I, you know, I, I can't see you. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I still got the video up. <laughs> oh yeah, so uh I'm like you going in the podcast when nobody can see you. <laughs> yeah, I had the video up with Carlos Blues. I'm sorry, babe. You can see my pretty mm. face. My yeah, I need to see your pretty face. Uh-huh. Yeah, so um <laughs> we're going to end the we're going to end the podcast with this. Um again, make sure you like, comment and subscribe. Help us get to a 1000. Got a big surprise for you guys. We hit a 1000, I promise you. Um, yeah, share the video, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. We on TikTok now, so check us out on TikTok, you know. Ooh, we TikTok. A and K Sports Show. That's all you gotta put A and K Sport or A K Sports Show, because I couldn't put the underscore or I couldn't put the chrysanthemum. Chrysanthemum? Chrysanthemum? I thought it's called an Amperstam. Amperstam, maybe it's Amperstam. Yeah. I don't Amperstam. know what chrysanthemum is. Yeah, no, nah, Amp- Amperstam. <laughs> um, I couldn't put that on there, so yeah, look for a- AK Sports Show. We're on TikTok too, so check us okay. out. Okay. Um, I ain't got nothing else for you guys. Have a safe weekend, and uh, where's my superhero music? Here we go. I am your host superhero. KC. Join alongside me is my co-host Lena. 
The couple that right. plays together stays together forever mm. and ever and ever. That's right. Out. Bye. <laughs>